Hello guys and welcome to another episode of Strength in the Soul podcast. Today's episode is all about understanding how your language affects your everyday life and how you can simply shift your language in your day-to-day to literally change your life. It is a powerful tool to help you shift your mindset, to shift the feelings that you're having every single day and experience a whole new reality. We're going to talk about positive change. We're going to talk about validation. We're going to talk about empowerment. This is such an incredible episode and I'm going to keep it really short and sweet for you guys so that you can really retain these skills and implement that in your daily life. You are tuned in to Strengthen the Soul podcast, a safe place for learning and growing. I am here to help you navigate through life's greatest challenges. I am Katie, your host, a licensed therapist, holy fire Reiki master, life coach for healing and life transformations, a healer who's healed herself, and I am here to help you strengthen your soul. We are all beautiful souls in this life. We are healing, we are evolving, and we are loving. My mission is to bring awareness to all things wellness, mind, body, and soul, provide motivation and information, and discuss all things mental health and spirituality. Thank you for listening. The first one that I really want to tackle is this area of consistency, motivation, and discipline. And from a therapist's perspective, I truly believe that we can shift our language around these very things to help bring in sustained positive change. Now, I do believe that consistency is key, as everybody says. I do believe that if you want different, you have to do different. And there is this practice of discipline in our life, in our day-to-day, that helps to bring about change in our life. Motivation is a feeling, discipline is a practice. So I want you to really have that notion that those two are very different. And we can promote motivational feelings by shifting the thoughts that we're having around the things that we're attempting to do in our life consistently. And then devotion versus discipline is the language shift that I want you to practice here. Discipline is a very powerful practice. It really is. And mastering being disciplined in your life can really help you. And I want you from a therapeutic standpoint to to shift your language to devotion versus discipline. And here's why. When we are devoted to ourselves, it has more of a nurturing and empowered energy behind it. Sometimes when we are focused on being disciplined, it almost feels like forcefulness and it's very disempowering. We have to understand a few things before we can be devoted to ourselves and gain that consistency in our life and experience those feelings of motivation. We have to understand what's going on with us prior to stepping into that portal of positive change. We have to understand why we're lacking motivation in the first place and the very patterns and subconscious programming that is behind all of the lack of energy or the lack of motivation, the lack of discipline, the lack of devotion. 
When we lack discipline, I want you to implement devotion. Being devoted to something or to ourselves, it really enhances self-love, it it enhances healing, and it enhances positive change in the long term. Devotion is a practice that will change your life. And I want you to sit and think like how being devoted to somebody else enhances that relationship in your life. Like when you are devoted to somebody, you are loyal to them. You are 100% putting effort into the relationship and that person. And now I want you to flip it to yourself and the practices in your life or just yourself, the relationship that you have with yourself. Being devoted to yourself is so much more powerful than being disciplined. And I want you to begin to shift that. If you feel stuck in your life, I want you to think, am I lacking being devoted to myself, putting effort into myself, being loyal to myself, having strict boundaries with myself? And if the answer is yes, then we need to be devoted to ourselves. The next one that I really want to touch upon is so important in creating positive change and developing a healthy relationship with ourselves, and releasing shame and guilt and judgment towards ourselves. I want you, instead of saying like, I need to fix this in my life, or this is something that needs fixing, I want you to practice using the language shift of nurturing or nurture because we don't need to fix anything in our life. We need to nurture ourselves and certain aspects of ourselves more. We don't need to fix our diet. We need to nurture the relationship that we have with food or the habits that we formed or the trauma that has been staying stagnant inside of us, causing us to make poor decisions in our life. We lack nurturing within ourselves when we don't choose the right things for ourselves. And even just think about this again, I'll use this example again with relationships. We often think we need to fix things in our relationship, right? But again, we need to nurture our relationship or certain aspects about our relationship more. Fixing equals negative. Fixing equals judgment. Nurturing promotes more of an empowering and loving connection to whatever the thing is that we need to nurture more. This one is literally a staple in so many of my teachings to people, and it is stop shooting on yourself. The word should is one of the most negative words that we can say to ourselves and others. How does it feel when someone says to you, you should be doing this, you should do this? It promotes so much like hyper insecurity, hyper judgment. It puts us into a negative frame of mind, and we tend to judge ourselves more and harbor that shame and guilt within us, which then in turn leads to depression, anxiety, low self-esteem, low confidence. All of those things 
hinder us from making positive change and having sustained positive change in the long term. We don't want to feel that way anymore. So it's time to stop using the word should when you're talking to yourself and when you're talking to other people. Obviously, those of you listening to this podcast really value growth, healing, positive change. Not everybody out there is going to be ready to make those changes. So when someone is speaking to you and they're invalidating you or they're using language that really promotes negativity and um, not so nice emotions within us, I want you to remember that you can set boundaries and you can put that shield of armor up and validate yourself immediately. Don't let anybody else's negative words influence the way that you feel about yourself. So that is literally key here. And oftentimes when people are saying, well, you should do this, it immediately promotes judgment towards ourselves. Like, am I not doing enough? I don't feel confident in myself or I feel like I'm not good enough. I know for me, one of my core wounds is not feeling good enough. So when people talk to me like that, I immediately get into a place of defense and overcompensation where I need to literally prove to you that I'm worthy and that I'm good enough. Language is everything. Language literally triggers us to the point of anxiety and it can be crippling. So we cannot control other people. However, we can control a reaction to other people, number one. And number two, we can control the way that we speak to ourselves. So stop shooting on yourselves. Stop using the word should and stop shaming yourself use more compassionate language towards yourself and empowering language towards yourself. You can switch the language to saying, I can do this. Moving forward, I will do this. I am learning to do this more often. So that is a powerful language shift for you to promote healthy feelings within you and towards yourself. Another powerful language shift to promote validation is removing the word but from your vocabulary and promoting the word and and using and replacing the word and. So if I say to you, That I am doing my best, but life is really hard. It immediately negates the fact that you are trying your best. And it invalidates the fact that you are trying your best. If I use the statement, I am trying my best and life is hard, it validates both experiences, right? You are not negating the fact that you're trying your best. You are validating the fact that you are trying your best and life is hard. Two things can be true at once and you do not have to put yourself down when trying to speak or describe certain emotions in your life. And this is really important in your relationships. When I do family sessions or relationship sessions, I often will role model certain language shifts and communication for the two parties that I'm working with because 
it's oftentimes our communication and our language that is a huge barrier in resolving uh, conflict or situations in our relationships. So if you validate somebody else's feelings and you validate your feelings, two of those emotions can be true at once. When we are in conflict with someone, we always jump to our feelings and protecting our feelings and feeling safe in our feelings, which rightfully so, right? We have a lot to say in that way when it comes to our relationships. However, if you value that relationship, and again, we're going to go back to nurturing, right? We want to nurture those relationships in our life. We have to validate other people's experiences and emotions because we all have our own experiences in this life and we all have our own perceptions in this life. And when we come to a mutual nurturing agreement on what is happening in our relationship, we can move forward with so much more positive change. And the last one that I want to provide you with here on this podcast is the language shift which is really a mindset shift on the things that haven't happened yet in your life that you are longing for. This longing can become so devastating to us, so crippling to us, and really all-consuming. And we can really let it put a barrier on the present moment of our life and allow those feelings to take over and prevent us from truly, like I said, be present, but also be grateful for what we have in the present moment. And gratitude, you know, is the ultimate mood shifter. When we are experiencing a lack mentality, immediately focusing on gratitude helps to shift that feeling and those thoughts towards positive change. I have a really powerful way of reframing hopelessness. So if you are feeling defeated, if you are feeling hopeless and you are really longing for your desires to be fulfilled and for changes to come about in your life and you're feeling extremely stuck, I want you to focus on the excitement that it hasn't happened yet, that you have so much to look forward to and that what you are lacking truly isn't quote unquote lack, it is happening for you soon. And it's really surrendering to that timeline of that it's supposed to be happening right here, right now. Remember that you are worthy of experiencing your heart's desires, even if you don't know when it's going to happen. When you're constantly focusing on what you don't have, you're neglecting to think about the fact that you are going to get it that you have the opportunity and the potential to have it in your life. And again, we have expectations and we're often disappointed when those expectations aren't fulfilled and the things that we think that we want aren't happening. Remember that sometimes our desires are fulfilled in ways that we could have never even imagined. And how exciting it is to think that you have so much to look forward to. So I hope that that language shift puts you into a better state and frame of mind when you are looking to create positive change in your life. 
So guys, I hope that this episode served you well and that you can begin to implement these changes in your life so you can feel differently, you can heal, you can have better relationships, and most importantly, you have a better relationship with yourself. Remember that every single day is a new day towards positive change and living the life that you desire. 